0: Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Party of One's podcast. I'm Lori and I'm Rachel and today we are going to talk about one of our very favorite words we use all the time the injustice the injustice Um, and slightly judgmental we'll get to it but um, (laughs) the injustices we face as single people
1: I don't even know if it's single people the injustices that I face just as a human moving through the world but these are specific to being single, though. They are specific
0: to being single. There's a lot of injustices in this world, and um, as one on enneagram, them. we get very worked up about it because we want to fix all injustices. Of we the want world. to be fair. And we want everything to be fair and equitable, and life is not that way. No, and it's the injustice that gets to us. And the injustice.
1: Oh, it wears us down? It
0: wears us down all the time.
1: So that's what we're going to talk about. So we're
0: super excited about a very injustice and judgmental episode.
1: Where we'll just whine about all the things we feel are unjust. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you had mentioned that part of why we have this sense of injustice
0: Injustice. What did I
1: even say? In- in- just- injustment?
0: injustment? That's not even a word. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, bro- <laughs> uh, uh.
1: I'm
0: broken. I'm <laughs> broken.
1: Injustment. <laughs> <laughs> two words put together. <laughs> I have a master's degree. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine.
0: We're just tired.
1: I'm really a catch for those of you who are looking. <laughs> I say fun words like injustment um let's try again i don't even know what i was saying was i trying to say
0: adjustment i mentioned something about the injustice injustice as i was talking about idea. so we're talking about (laughs) i'm just gonna give up and let you talk you just talk okay when you're ready for the enneagram stuff
1: throw it to me i'm ready
0: so when i talk about injustice I talk about how we are ones on the Enneagram. Yes. And so we have a high need to have everything be fair at yeah. all times. And yes. And for people to follow the rules. And if you follow the rules, good things will happen. Mm-hmm. And you take steps to get to those things, and those then those things will be there. Yeah. And when they're not there, it's an inju- injustice. Yes. And so we thought it would be fun to go online, and um, we went to the Enneagram Institute page. Yes. And we found some information that we think would help in our discussion today.
1: Yes. So we'll start with the good, and then we'll get to the bad. Okay. Then we'll do our clarifiers. So the good is um, number ones, at their best, are extraordinarily wise and discerning, except what is they become transcendentally realistic knowing the best action to take in each moment conscientious with strong personal convictions they have an intense sense of right and wrong personal religious and moral values they wish to be rational reasonable self-disciplined mature and moderate in all things mm-hmm. which sounds great yeah that is what but that's us at our best yeah. now more concerning um, is when it gets to talking about areas of growth one of our areas of growth is It says, your Achilles heel is your self-righteous anger. You get angry easily and are offended by what seems to you to be the perverse refusal of others to do the right thing, as you have defined it. Try to step back and see that your anger alienates people so that they cannot hear many of the good things you have to say. Further, your own repressed anger may well be giving you an ulcer or high blood pressure and is a... harbinger is that mm-hmm. how you say that word yeah. harbinger or of worse things to come which feels pretty pretty darn accurate if I do say so yeah. myself so lori and i live with this level of anger because the world is not working how we want it to work yes. and we don't understand yes. at a fundamental level and part of that is that there's a lot of this injustice that we can't make sense of we Mm -hmm. have nowhere to put it Mm -hmm. like it just does not make sense and we feel like that's not how the world should run by how we've defined it Mm -hmm. we know that so here's our disclaimer we know that a lot of this is going to sound judgmental and to be fair it probably is but it is the 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 stuff that we carry around and have to work through yeah it's, it's it's our it's work that we have to figure out like do i feel like this and it's like realistic and fine or do i feel like this and i have to like work through it and find a find a different way to think about yeah. it <sighs> and most of the time it's the latter yeah. i usually have to find a different way to think about it yeah i'm hardly ever right in either my that or i just block it indignation so one of my first examples of feeling this injustice is when sometimes like you see people for in jail, for mm-hmm. example, who have women flocking toward them mm-hmm. or women who are in jail in the, on the flip side. We watch a lot of Locked Up, Lori and I do, um, and all the time you see these women in jail who have boyfriends or husbands um, or in the flip you have men in jail who have these women who are writing to them dying to be with them. Yeah. And I, but I can't find even one person
0: no.
1: to to want to be with me? The injustice.
0: Yeah, I, we, you know, this constantly goes back to the same thing. Like, if we do certain things, certain things should be given, you know, not given to us, but should come to us somehow. Because if we are good people, we're putting out good vibes into the universe, then good should come to us. Should.
1: But what should is hardly ever, whereas released. you
0: have these murderers who are in jail <laughs> forever, <laughs> like, sometimes who, they've like killed
1: their wives,
0: yeah, who are getting fan mail and suddenly marry somebody who they're not ever gonna be with, and like then... Well, and I like, tell like, myself I, too, you know. like
1: that's why this is this is again, this is not jealousy, Mm-mm. because do I want that? no, Mm-mm. I am not interested in a convict, no, but the injustice of they apparently have all these options and I don't have options. No. I don't even have option.
0: No, there's no options.
1: So it just like, doesn't make sense to me. Or sometimes, you know, you you work with people or you're like mildly acquainted with people and it seems like they date somebody new every other day. And you think to yourself, how?
0: How is it possible? How do they
1: have somebody? And I like to say... Um, that sometimes i'll say there's a weirdo for everybody but not for me or there's a lid for every pot yeah as they say uh but i don't think there's a lid for my pot i'm a lidless
0: pot that's what i told you you're gonna be making spaghetti forever and never rice
1: (laughs) which is not fully true because you can make rice without a lid I, i disagree i've done it You can make rice without a lid. I'm a lid without a pot. So there is. But for other people, there's a lid for every pot. Every kind
0: of weirdo. Find somebody, except for me. That's true. I don't think I've ever told you this, but at the beginning. So I live in a neighborhood, and I'm all the way at the back of the neighborhood, and I'm in a ranch house. And at the front of my neighborhood, probably, I don't know, I'm going to say like seven or eight houses in, there's another ranch house. Where there is a woman who lives there Is, is single um, She's about my size She's got brown hair She's out working in her garden a lot It's just her And she's probably I'm going to say like 15 years older than me and I all, every time I see her, I like kind of, she has zero idea who I am, first of all. She yeah. has no idea. But I'm always like, oh, Lori of the future. Hi, <laughs> hi, hi. And one time I saw this guy going into her house and I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, I don't know who that guy was. I mean, it could be a brother. It could be, yeah. I don't know who it is. But she had this guy over and at her house. And I was like, that's my future me. What is she doing with someone? Like, I was like, like <laughs> she's like... I look at her, I'm like, okay, well, this woman's doing it. She lives in a house similar you to me. She can she do it by yeah. It's like she's older than me, so I picture, like, okay, the kids are out of the house. I'm still living in my house. Everything's fine. And then I saw her with this guy, and I'm like, what's happening? The injustice. <laughs> the injustice. How dare you find someone when I'm still alone? <laughs> now, mind you, I, I haven't seen the guy there again. So who knows? But I don't know. But just that one day, I was like, what is going on? <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh. The other thing that crops up in my mind when I think about the injustice a lot of the time is just, like, for things for, like, how I'm wired. It just seems unfair in a lot of ways because I, like, for example, if shared interests is a requirement for having a long-term fulfilling relationship with, in my case, I'm interested in men, so a man... Then I'm, I'm in trouble. I'm in a lot of trouble. Because I don't feel that I share a lot of interests with straight men. I like sports. They're fine. Yay sports. Uh, but other than that, like, a deep love for Barbara Streisand. I'm going to find a straight man yeah. who has that shared interest. Likely not. A man that has a, a, a long and... An uh, ending love for Broadway musicals. Again, probably not. Uh, what else do I love? Church. Girly, girly television. No,
0: because you could find someone who loves God. That's true. Um, you could find someone in education. It seems unlikely. there's not a lot of men in education. There's not very many at my school. There's one man, and he's married. We have a lot of men at my school. And by a lot, I mean a handful. No, I was there. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in any of those. Most of them are married too, though. My best
1: friend from that school, who's a man, is gay. Case in point. I Nick. have yes, I He's been have. On our show. I have the interests to attract a gay man, and I did. I.e., Nick. Yep. Um. So shared interests are... are uh... Going out to
0: eat. You like to go out to eat. Yeah, but I don't really know that I want to attract somebody who likes to go out to eat. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Because if you attract someone who doesn't like to go out to eat, think about how sad you're going to be when you want to just go grab a bite and you can't because oh, they want a, to eat yeah, at yeah, home. Yeah, that will be a problem. You need to find someone who wants to go out to eat. But One that's of not my like best a, friends doesn't like to go out to eat. No.
1: We can't talk a lot about going out to eat. Uh, movies. I, no, ugh, I don't really, I like going to the movies as an experience, but I don't like people who define themselves as movie people. Like, I'm a movie like, person. I like
0: to watch movies. Yeah.
1: Because um, I like to go, I like the experience of going to the movies, but I'm not like a movie person. Think about the number of movies I haven't seen. That's true. Um, hmm. That's the problem. It's the injustice. I am a great friend to a gay man. I don't share anything in common with straight men. Do I? And then the straight men friends that I have, I feel, are friends with me despite my interests.
0: Probably. <laughs> we don't share those interests.
1: <laughs> Case they in just... point, Bruce. <laughs> Case in point, Bruce, who loves me despite the fact that I want to talk to him about Barbara Streisand yeah. and, and musicals. That's true. And
0: girly TV and... But we don't have, like, a, we don't, like, share those um, things. Yeah, I think the only, like, the only thing I can think of that I have a one-up on you on for that is single parenthood. Yeah. Because I actually prefer to date men who are single parents than well, it's just men easier. who have no children.
1: But also men who are your age, who are still single and looking for somebody.
0: If you don't have kids, what have you been doing? Um, Yeah, it's definitely a red flag The never been married, no kids At my age It's a red flag Yeah Um, Which is sad Because I have girlfriends Who have never been married, no kids And I think they're fantastic It's not a red flag for them Yeah So maybe that's an injustice for For men Men Never been married, no kids
1: Well, I don't think that all people feel that way Probably No, maybe not That's probably not a red flag for all people Just me but that's because there's got to be. That's because we feel this is another injustice, though. We feel, which I don't know that this is true, but we feel as women that we are constantly looking for yep. men, and there just aren't any to be found. Meanwhile, there Our are all these great women who are waiting to be picked by somebody. And they're not being picked. They're just unending women. So I feel like I feel like a man could decide to date somebody and find people at the drop of a hat to date. I, agree. I feel that about my male friends, even though they don't feel that way. In fact, one of my injustices but, is coming up that fits that. That ex- fits that bill. Yeah. But we feel like it's so easy for them to find people to date.
0: It is really. So
1: easy. I wonder if that's what one of the, like that's why it's a red flag for you because it's like you couldn't find a single woman of quality right. in the last forty some years who you'd be willing to. Who you'd be willing to settle down with. Meanwhile, you and all the women of quality you can think of have just been waiting around to be picked. The injustice. That's true. Yeah, it's a good one. Those are all the injustices I can think of. So this week's episode um, is going to have a just me moment. This is Rachel and this is my just me moment. Um, I'm gonna come in the middle of the podcast this episode because I actually thought of an additional, um, kind of injustice topic, I don't know if it really fits that name per se, but I think it does, um, and I wanted to put it after kind of my list of injustices that came to mind, um just as I was listening back to this episode and things like that, um, and we were gonna have a Just Me moment in this episode anyway, so I figured I'd just pop it in here. So anyway, my Just Me moment today is gonna be about the topic of attempting to buy a house, um, specifically attempting to buy a house as a single female, um, and just, like, some of the things that go along with that, um as that's something that I've been trying to work out. So Lori is a homeowner. Um she's been a homeowner by herself for a while now and she has kids and I feel like um people don't really like question that they're just like, oh of course, like you own your own home. Um you have kids, blah blah blah. But as I've been learning as I've been like telling people that I'm looking for houses and I'm thinking about um buying my own house and things like that um it's just like a weird vibe you get when you talk to people about it it's almost like especially older people you just feel like they feel like it's something you shouldn't be doing um or that like it's strange that you've decided to do it by yourself or more like this point in my life because I am still young um this one lady at school was literally like um she asked me what I was doing the weekend and I said oh I'm going to look at some houses um, and she said, Oh, are you looking to buy a house? And I said, yeah, I actually am. I just started. I'm starting to look at houses. I'm really excited. And she literally was said, um, she said, Oh, who's going to live there? Just you. And I was like, uh, yeah, just me. Like I, I need a place to live. Uh, even if it's just me. Um, but I just think it was like a weird Uh, like, a weird reaction, like, that, like, I couldn't just be going and buying a house by myself, and obviously, like, that comes with a lot of stuff, like, it doesn't feel ideal, I wouldn't, like, choose that, uh, necessarily, I would, like, if I got to pick, I would be, like, choosing to go find, buy a house with a husband that I've been married to, uh, for uh, some time, like, at this point, um, because I am, like, approaching my, like, later 20s, but I don't have that option, so I just feel like I've decided that I'm gonna move forward and try and, like, take the next step in my life, even though it's scary and by myself, um, so it's just weird to, like, gauge people's reaction to that and almost feel like you have to, like, explain yourself or justify that that's what I've decided to do, I don't know, it's just a weird, it's a weird vibe. Um. And, and I'm sure this lady like didn't mean anything by it or she didn't mean to to make me feel like it was a weird thing that I wouldn't like wanted to buy a house by myself um but yeah I just get that a lot when I like bring it up to people like just like oh so you're just gonna buy a house or I've even had people say like well what happens if like you meet someone and they don't want to live in that house and I mean I guess I don't have a good answer for that but I feel like for right now the answer is like I can't plan my life or just like continue to wait endlessly to do things that I want to do or to take the next step in adulthood or whatever um just because like I don't have that significant other or that partner yet um yeah and just trying to sort through all that and then on top of it it's just like really hard and like not going super well to even like find a house so it feels like a little injustice in that like I've decided that I'm I want to do this even though I'm afraid to, like, look into it. Um, Sorry, that sounded like I was going to cry, and I'm not. It's just I'm currently staying in a house that has cats, and I'm allergic to cats. So, um, but, yeah, I'm, like, doing it anyway, even though I'm nervous about it, or I don't really know a lot about it, or it's scary and afraid. I'm afraid I want to do it anyway, um, and it's just, like, not working out. So it's, like, one of those things where it feels like I am doing my part. Um, and it's just like, maybe not in the cards for this moment. And that is hard and feels unfair. So even though I've worked hard up to this point, I've like done well in like budgeting and, you know, saving. And, um, I am in like a financial place where I think I could do it. It's just finding that good fit. And I haven't been able to find that good fit. And that's frustrating because this feels like something I should be able to control more than say, like, finding a significant other. It feels like something I should be able to just like go do and be like, here, take my money. Um, but it's not. It's not working out that way. So that's all I was thinking about in terms of like injustice and house buying. And um, don't know if that's relatable to any of the other younger people who are listening to this podcast who are trying to take a next step or trying to figure out what's next. But that's just what I've been thinking about. And, um, yeah, so if, if one of your uh, single, probably female friends, I wonder, too, if, it like, a man would have that reaction when he says that he's going to buy a house. Like, I wonder if people, it feels like people are just questioning me. So I wonder if you're a young man, you're listening to this podcast. There's probably only, like, one or two of you. But if you feel like you'd get rid of that reaction, or um, maybe if you're a young female and you have that reaction, like, I'd like to hear from you and just hear, yeah, what that feels like and what you think about it. But
0: I'm Rachel. That's my just-me moment. So I have two specific injustices. Those were fairly generalized. Mine are with two specific people that I want to talk well, about. Well,
1: I had some with specific people, That's but I true. felt that it besmirched. <laughs> oh, sorry. The dog just left the most gross sneeze in All the whole the world. Of the chair. Oh, I'm really glad you didn't
0: do that on me. <sighs>
1: Um, anyway, I had one, but I felt that it besmirched the person's character. Oh,
0: you decided not to talk about this it? this
1: is not a podcast that where we besmirch people's character. But I was
0: going to besmirch two people. Well, no, I'm not You're really. not besmirching their character. Mine
1: would be besmirching their oh, character. Oh, we'll talk about this in private later Yeah. Then.
0: Okay, so my first Injustice that I want to talk about is actually a pretty short story. And Rachel was there yes. to be a part of it. So um, my ex... Is remarried. Yeah. um, Ironically, to a wife with four children, even though he didn't like having two children. But we'll get into that. Well, it also, how's that working for him right now? It's not not so so good. good. So anyway, um, I was feeling rather down. Yeah. And I don't remember if you called me or I called you to see if you want to go to dinner or something like that. It was kind of a last minute decision to go to dinner. Yeah. And we ended up going to one of our favorite restaurants in town called Shorty's. Holla, the Shorty's. So good, it's barbecue. Um, and we were sitting at dinner, and I looked at Rachel and I'm like, I'm just feeling a little bit sad. Yeah. She says, Why? And I said, Well, tonight is my ex's wedding night. Oh. And my kids are dressed yeah. up in a limo going to their wedding, and they're getting married at the park, and all this other stuff and i felt zero jealousy for the woman who he was marrying or anything like that in fact i felt pity yeah for who she was marrying though also i feel like they were both getting what they wanted out of the relationship so yeah 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 (laughs) um i wasn't really like sad about the act that he was getting remarried or that uh-huh. I wanted that right but I remember sitting there and you just like nailed it on the head and you were like no you're upset at the injustice of the situation yeah. and I was like you know what and that's the first time I had really thought of it that way yeah and I was like you're totally right because here we are we've been divorced an equal amount of time yes. Um this woman that he married is probably girlfriend number 9 or 10. Woof. In our it'll be um we're about 4 years divorced now. He's been married for 6 7 months. Yeah. Um and he's on like girlfriend number 9 or 10. He's marrying them and here I am. Yeah. hadn't had a, a single serious relationship yeah. since my divorce you're just trying to like live life get your kids together get, you like know, work taking it out care of my kids yeah. doing what i need to do not really in fact not really interested in a whole serious relationship yes. and yet i felt a lot of injustice to the fact that here he was getting remarried yes and i was still kind of in this like limbo yeah, land. Not knowing what was going to happen. Not knowing what's going to happen. And here, um, he has this person to be with and everything. Yeah. So I felt like that was an injustice, and also um, I felt like it it was an injustice because the exact reasons why I divorced him were reasons that he didn't care about for marrying her. Right. Like, um, you know, he's very career driven, not family driven. Always, you know, wanting more out of his career. Career working eighty hours a week. Yeah, missing family events, doing you know yeah. things like that. And here he marries this woman with four kids, and suddenly is becoming like a family man.
1: Yeah, which feels unfair because like he was he wouldn't do those things for you, right? But is now willing to do them for well. We don't quote. Know. We don't on know. On the surface, on it the looks surface, that it, way. Appears. it may not be.
0: Yeah, it's just the injustice of it. the injustice of that and i never ever ever want to be in a relationship with him again i never um like it's like nightmare for me like i will wake up in a cold sweat (laughs) if i have dreams where we are together but um yeah i thought that was an injustice for sure
1: oh yeah and in, in in those times too it's like you like for me, it's helpful to like remind myself, like, well, that's not what I want. Like, my feelings of like, because usually it's accompanied by like feeling bummed or sad or like, oh, like, why is this just like not working out? But it's like, it's not connected to like who, what that situation is because I don't want that situation. Right. Like, I, and I, and if you would make other decisions, you could probably have that.
0: That situation. If I had lowered my bar, I mean, I've, I have dated, I'm going to say, like, six guys. I've gone on dates with, like, maybe six or seven guys yeah. since our divorce. And not one of them has, I believe, been worthy of continuing a relationship with. And of the yeah. six or seven guys, I'm going to say, like, five of them, I've been the one to be like, no. Right. It's not really interesting to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I just, yeah, it's like I don't want that. But it's yeah. like
0: the the unfairness yeah. of it is what gets you. Yeah. Um. Whew. So that one, that was a big injustice night for me. Yeah. That was the first time I had really thought about being sad for injustice, not for the situation, but yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then my other one, I am going to say this totally with love, (laughs) because this is all about my brother, Um, and I love him to death. He's one of my, if not, like, he's probably number two on my favorite people in the world list. Yeah. Um, If he ever finds out about this podcast, I'd love to have him on. I have never told him about the podcast, not because I don't want him to listen, but because I'm afraid he's going to tell mom and dad. (laughs) But um, he doesn't know about it, though. I keep saying, yeah, I'm going to tell him eventually. Now that I'm talking about him, I may have to. But um, so he had he was married and divorced. He met another woman, had two kids with that woman. They are not together anymore. Yep. Um, He doesn't live here. He lives down in Florida, so he doesn't live in Ohio. Um, He moved down there and just kind of decided he wanted to be single, do his thing. Um, His kids are down there. Like, you know, he's just going to do his thing. And because he's in a beach community, he's got (laughs) a lot of visitors that come. Yes. And he knows a lot of people from up here. And so people will just kind of call him up and be like, hey, you know, we're going to come down there for a few days. You want to get together or whatever. You know, he's got a three-bedroom home, so he's like, you know, come stay with me. I've got yeah. a room, things like that. So he had a friend of his from up here um, call, a female friend, said, hey, I, my friend and I are going to come down there for a few days. You know, we want to see you. And he did the whole, oh, just come stay with me. I don't even have my kids that weekend. I got an extra room. I yeah. got to work and stuff, but you can, you know, just stay. This way you don't have to worry about it. He uh-huh. lives like 10 minutes from the beach. Right. So sure, why not? Free room. So this girl and her friend go down there and he they get to his house and they open the door, he opens the door and literally a new girlfriend is like delivered, at his delivered front door, to him. delivered to his door. So the friend of the friend Yeah. Suddenly she's down there for this weekend. They totally hit it off. They start dating. She lives here in Ohio. He lives in Florida. They have, like, the weekend of his dreams. Unbelievable. Like, she showed up at his door. I know, but I, I do wonder when
1: I hear stories like that. It's, it, I, the injustice in that story is large. Oh, my God. Because who has people just show up at their door? Nobody. But I also wonder, am I
0: open to things like that happening? Here's I don't know. Here's the thing. People will say to me, like, if you want to date someone, if you want to find someone, it's not like they're just going to show up at your doorstep.
1: Well, for you him. You have
0: to go out. <laughs> you have to mingle. You have to, quote, put yourself out there. Yep. And he wasn't putting himself out there. And he had this little walk in the Walked door. walk right into his life. Now, fast forward a little bit. She buys a second plane ticket so she can just go down there on her own. Yeah. To be with him. They spend another great weekend together. He buys a plane ticket to come up here. Now, mind you, he doesn't want to come up here to see his sister. No, no. No. So we come up here to see the new girlfriend, and he happens to see me, which is great. She goes out and buys his kids, who live in Florida, you know, winter coats, hats, scarves, gloves, the boots, everything. Gets all this stuff for them, so they're fully ready for the winter. Um, they come up here for a weekend. He goes back home. And then um, the ending of the story is they decide to break it off because she can't leave here. She's yeah. got kids here. He's not leaving there. He's got kids there. Yeah. So they decide, you know, let's part as friends because this can't ever go any farther than what it is. Right. And they parted as friends um but the fact that she just but even in like, that
1: even in like is a peaceful ending yeah like they, it was a they peaceful, parted as friends
0: you know like hey you know we do really like each other but this can't possibly move on and we're not going to do this right. indefinitely now fast forward again to a few weeks later and his past best friend who is a female is now moving down there to live with him, and they are going to have, um, they're trying to have a relationship. Uh. So his best friend, female best friend, is now going to be his live-in girlfriend. (laughs) The injustice! He had this girl show up at his door, and what am I doing with my life? You're podcasting with me. Podcasting with Rachel.
1: The dog has decided that my shoe is very interesting. I don't know why. Okay. That is, yeah, that is crazy. I also that it also makes me upset and I feel like makes me feel the, the righteous anger because I feel like a lot of people this goes back to our other episode of like can men and women be friends I think a lot of times people think that when men and women are friends one of them is like waiting in the wings to like date the other one like there's that's always happened this, in
0: this situation
1: right there's always like this person who's just like waiting until like the time is right and then you eventually get together mm-hmm. but I just don't think that that's true for most situations but stories like
0: this really fuel those people well, and who thing, believe that that's what's going to happen this and, is one of those stories where i say men and women can't be friends right like that well because they weren't they were clearly not just friends no so that um but even with my brother the interesting thing about that is the amount of injustices that happen just in general not even about like romance yeah, Just kill me with him. Like <laughs> You I, always say that he shits rainbows. He shits rainbows. I can't... When we were in um, college, or maybe even it was a little bit after college, he worked at a bar as a bouncer, I think, or maybe he was a manager. I don't remember. It was so long ago. And I remember going to this bar for a New Year's Eve party, and here I am with my, like, my girlfriends. Yeah. And he's there, and he had, like, women falling all over him and he was a married man at the time. <laughs> and I just sat there on New Year's Eve staring at him like I'm sitting here with my female friends. There is not one man. Not one man looking my way and I looked good. I looked as good as I'm going to be. And he had all these Women like sitting on his lap, playing with his hair, flirting with him, and I just sat there going, "What the heck? It's just wrong." He has injustices all the time. He um, didn't he he came into a boat for free. Down in Florida. <laughs> We're just given a boat. Like he was just given a boat, him and his buddy, and they like refurbished it a little bit. Now they drive it around everywhere. Like, Some people just have
1: just, luck like that though. I don't know I don't just, know what that is. I don't he have that.
0: Didn't ever get a college degree. He didn't ever do it. He just kind of lives only in the present. He doesn't live in the past or the future. He's always present. He's he can't free. possibly think about the future He's a free at spirit. all. Is he a four? I have no idea what he is. No, I don't. He's not creative in that way. I bet a seven. But he just, um, when he moved down to Florida, his kids were not there. His kids were here. Yeah. And he somehow convinced his now ex to move to Florida. Right, and it all panned out? With his kids. And it all panned out. Like, he just can't, I don't know. It's the whole, like, I follow everything by the book. Yeah buy the book and
1: but people who have stuff like that they it's not like they feel like things just work out for them though because like i have friends like that too who like things just pan out for them like they make they they do what they want to do like what makes them happy sometimes things i just think like well i'm just not brave enough to make that choice or i'm just not bold enough to like decide to do that um so i don't and then I think, like, oh, what am I missing out because I don't make those choices. Mm-hmm. But, but And I think, like, in my brain, I'm like, oh, those people must feel so free and so able to do what they want. And, like, their life just – it just works out. So they must feel like their mm-hmm. life's working out. But they don't. Mm-hmm. Because they have their own, like – that comes with its own, like, why can't I just, like – be a person who sticks to things, or, like, why can't I be somebody yeah. who, like, you know, who is able to, like, you know, uh, invest long-term, or, like, um, I don't know, I just think everything comes with its own stuff.
0: I think so, too, and he would probably be mad at me for sharing all that information, but he doesn't <laughs> even know about this podcast right now, so it's fine. <laughs> so, nene. <nah, nah. laughs> um But I think, you're right, like, I envy him because how things just work out for him I feel like I have to work for everything hard work hard think about it plan it and he doesn't plan and everything just falls into his lap I feel like it's just kind of there feels easy and it's easy though if I speak to him about it he, he doesn't feel like it
1: seems easy. Yeah. And, you know,
0: I think sometimes he envies me because I have a master's degree. I went to college. Yeah. I have, you know, full-time job. I have health insurance. I know where my next paycheck's coming from and things like that. He doesn't always have that. Um, but I think he fails to realize he doesn't need that because it just shows up for him anyway. Like, the universe, <laughs> it just works for him. Yeah. All the time. So I tell him that when I see him all the time is that, like, he... I am riddled with responsibility. Yeah. Riddled with it. Like, more than I can bear sometimes, the amount of responsibility I have. Yeah. And he has almost none. And you can tell the huge difference in our personalities because of that, because of... And I don't even know if it's that I do have that much responsibility or if it's just that I perceive that I have that much. Yeah. Um, but what weighs me down is not that way for him. Right. Right. He just doesn't see it that way. Yeah. So that's my other injustice, injustice. in general, my brother. <laughs>
1: and we'll see you know maybe his his current situation won't pan out and it'll be on to the next and that will work out too and then I'm that sure. will work out too after that yeah but do you think he ever feels sad about how it's always on to the next or do you think he's okay with that
0: um i think he's okay with that because he has had situations where he could have been in something for long term and he doesn't choose and those he doesn't things. choose it i also say sometimes he has a little bit of a peter pan syndrome
1: Peter Pan by Kelsey Ballerini. Yeah,
0: I but um, I love him for that. Look it up. Girlfriends aren't gonna love him for that. No, but as his sister, I love him for that. Yeah, it's very refreshing. Yeah, it's fun and to have somebody. Fun. And who... I um, I'm I'm usually happiest when I'm around him because he just kind of exudes this happiness. People flock to him. People want.
1: Yeah, he's a to, he's a wooer of people. Yeah,
0: people want to have conversations with him. We can just be sitting at the bar, and the next thing you know, there's 10 people wanting to talk. Like, they just flock to him. Yeah. And the fact that I am, I always feel very proud Yeah, that all these people want to talk to him and be around him, but yeah. at the end of the day, it comes down to maybe six people that he wants to be around and, and I'm one of them those six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that I um, that's what I love about him the most is that I i get the privilege of seeing all of this yeah. through all the years. Right, yeah. So I say all of this with love if he ever does listen to so this. So if
1: you're listening we'd love to have you on. Yeah. <laughs> and please don't tell Don't tell mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm 42 years old please don't tell mom and dad I feel bad, like your dad. mom
1: should listen my mom listens um, very slowly though who knows when she'll ever get to this episode
0: I'm okay actually with my parents listening except for one episode there's one that I said no I don't want them to hear
1: is it the one where you talked about shriveling up yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: that one oh,
1: hi mom hi. that's understandable <laughs>
0: If um, I could just block that episode from them. Yeah, I'd be fine with all the rest. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I feel like we have to leave on a redemptive note. Okay. So, and all these things we have, we talked about how um, being a one, a reformer, an enneagram makes it so that we we feel this huge sense of injustice and we Mm -hmm. we get caught up sometimes in what makes us upset or we feel this righteous anger about Mm -hmm. things um um and we also earlier in the week we're looking into like some things that we could do to potentially um like improve in order to open yourself up to finding someone Mm -hmm. so there's this article called how to overcome your dating holdups and find your soulmate using the enneagram okay full disclosure i thought that anger and judgment being judgmental would play a factor in that and it wasn't as on point as i thought it was going to be in terms of that but it still rings pretty true it does so the advice they have for ones um uh it says type one the reformer if you're a type 1, the reformer, you feel compelled to bring change to the world. You want to do your best. You want everyone to do their best. While admire what I can't speak again. I'm having having a stroke. <clears throat> this is what having a stroke looks like. Okay. You want everyone to do their best. While admirable, this characteristic can cause you to be especially hard on yourself and be hard on others too. i.e. the judgment. Mhm to find your soulmate as a result of your constant desire for improvement you can come across as picky and intolerant yeah. Oof, that intolerant word that's a hard word <sighs> which can cause you to miss out on love stop being so critical of yourself and of others to avoid pushing people away even if your advice or help is coming from a place of kindness in order to open yourself up to finding true love so we'll work
0: on it we're gonna work on it we are continually working on ourselves we have a very high self-awareness yeah we know the spray
1: we know we, we know, know. <laughs> we know you don't need to tell us <laughs> i know that i can be intolerant yeah that's not a slash no
0: we're constantly working on it
1: um, but we will tweet out the link to that article yep, um, so that you can see whatever number you are, what might be helpful in coming over, uh, overcoming some of your hang-ups and being able to find
0: someone. And yeah, that, yeah that's, that's all it. we got. So if you would like to reach out to us, tell us about um, injustices you have faced, um, both funny and sad, you can reach us on Twitter at Party of ones Or you can email us at PartyOfOnes.Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear your opinions. Um, we are currently open for new guests, too. So if yeah. you'd like to be on our podcast, please let us know. You can reach us at those two places. And we hope you have a fabulous week, and we will see you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.